You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning, and welcome to Morning Breath. We are a live drive time devotion to jumpstart your day. What we do is we read a chapter of the Bible at home, spend some time with the Lord, uh, listening and, and reading and asking God to speak to our hearts, and then. We come down to the studio here at the Merritt Island campus of East Coast Christian Center. We read the chapter on the air, and then we don't prepare a message. We just talk about wherever God leads us in the chapter. My co-host today is the eminent Pastor Brian Moore. Eminent, here I am. How you I'm, doing? Uh, Eminently professional. Professional. Thanks yes, for uh, thanks for having me. I'm doing great. Man, good to have Happy you. Happy to be here. Yeah, yeah, man. Like your hat. Merca. Merca. It's an American flag, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, so tell the folks how to get involved in Morning Breath. All right, so there's a there's several ways that you can get on board with the show. Uh, we'd probably recommend the easiest of those is through our app, the yeah. East Coast app, or our website, eccc.us. And uh, you can get all the information about where we're headed, what chapters we're going to be in, as well as past shows there. You could also call the church office, 452, I'm sorry, Erico 321-452. I forget that people might be not yeah, in our local area. Yeah, right? might not be. All over the place. And so 321-452-1060, and we could email you out a... Uh, devotion guide, and it'll help you know where we're headed, what chapters we're in. And, you know, really, we want to get you on board with all things uh, connected to the Word. We believe the Word will change your life, and getting in it on a daily basis is a great way to do it. We have all the other ways with Facebook and Instagram and YouTube to connect as well, but we just want you to get in the Word of God. Let's do it together. Yeah, if you're new to Morning Breath, uh, you read a chapter and just spend some time with the Lord. One of the ways that people do that is they use uh, the acronym SOAP to help them kind of look at the chapter. I know Matt, Matt, Pastor Matt and Jessica, Pastor Jessica, they really kind of focus in on that on the Monday show. And so it's seek, observe, apply, and pray. So you seek, you read the chapter, you look, you find something, you observe something that speaks to you. Then you say, how could I apply that in my life? And then, of course, any wise person that wants to do something, praise and ask God, God well, to help them do it. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's a way you can get into and kind of do morning breath, one of the ways that you can do and it. And there's quite a few people that are doing that. I mean, oh, there's, yeah. there's soap groups that are uh, literally— What do you mean soap groups? So it's a uh, it's small soap? group. Yeah, it's a, it's a group of soap makers. Yeah, yeah they, uh, Like scented soap for your showering <laughs> needs. No, actually, it's a, it's a group of— uh, mostly women that are around our community that are on board doing this together. And so they read a chapter, they talk about the things, they just have a, it's, it's a way to have a devotion. And yeah, and it's, it's a way to have a small group. It's a great way to connect over the Word of God. Honestly, yeah. it's a chapter every Absolutely. day. And get in it and uh, see what God speaks to you and grow. Yeah, so why don't we uh, just do our announcements real quick so we can get into the chapter and see if we can grow. Yeah, let's do it. Come on, what's what's going on? So this week is an incredible week. We're, we're in the middle of this reset um, week, and so seven days of kind of resetting some things in our church and in our lives. And so we uh, tonight we have a night of worship. We'd love for you to come, be part of the family here. We have uh, food trucks out front starting at 530, and then the service starts at 630. We're going to worship. We're going to have an incredible time to kind of center back up on worship. And we try to do it once a month. This will be our, our night of worship. As well as this Friday night, we have a cool kids event, family event, really, uh, for you know kids and parents to come and be a part of some fun. I, I heard about some giveaways. We're giving some scooters away. We're giving some other gift cards. Scooters? And, scooters, yeah. Kids electric like ones? Um, I don't know if they're electric. Or That's like a good question. scooters. Like you scoot scooters. Them. Scooters. You scoot like, them along. Like maybe like five, seven, ten, some number of scooters we're going to wow. give out throughout the night. With, scooters are cool. You know, as prizes for some games. There's some, you know, fun, you know, exciting uh, music, lights, the, the whole, all the bells and whistles come out for uh, almost 
if you're in my generation, Nickelodeon style, if you yeah. grew up watching Nickelodeon things, it'll be a lot of fun that way. And so come be a part of that. You should sign up. You want to get a ticket. You want to get, you know, let us know you're coming for that. It's free. But uh, go onto our website, uh, our events page, eccc.us forward slash events, and you can hear about that. Beautiful. And so kids, this is for kids like? Yeah, up to about 12 years old. Yeah. yeah. And their families, their parents, parents can come too. Parents, yep. Very Parents cool. play games. Kids play games. And uh, a lot of fun. And We've also been praying this week each each morning at 7 a.m. for an hour. And we, we're having some worship there, some prayer. And so we'd like to invite, invite you to uh, finish that up with us Thursday and Friday of this week. Uh, if you're listening to this on Wednesday at the early, early show, you could still make yeah. it. But if you're listening, you know, uh, a little later in the day or the afternoon, uh, we still have Thursday and Friday to gather and pray. And that's been powerful and a real blessing. Monday was off the charts. Yeah. yeah I, you, I, I you led that. I led Monday. But great no, leader. I'm just teasing. Monday was great. Tuesday was great. Today, uh, great as well. And we're just, it's a great thing when the body gets together and presses in a little bit. And I think we all recognize under Pastor Matt's leadership in this direction for this season that we all need to press in a little bit more. Yeah. It's a season that's there's a lot of weights. Uh, you know, it isn't just sin that, that tries to stop you. Well, the Bible says lay aside every weight and sin yeah. that so easily besets us. A lot of weighty things going on in the world today. It's a good good thing to set them aside and have a little bit of a reset. So and if you're doing great, reset's good. If you're doing yeah. bad, reset's good. And if you're just doing okay, reset's good. Let's reset. It's all good. Anyway, so let's get into the chapter. Um, let me see. Second we, Samuel chapter eight. Eight, eight. There's only nine or eighteen verses, so we'll read nine apiece. And uh, I, there's some great pronunciation here. This should oh. be fun. Oh yeah. As we butcher uh, these poor so and so and so and so from Jewish, Jewish people's names and places where they live. It's great. So I have the New American Standard version over here, Pastor Dan. New King James. Do it. Do, okay. do I get you started? or You, you have to. All right, I say unto you, read, sir. After this, it came to pass that David attacked the Philistines and subdued them. And David took Metheg Amma from the hand of the Philistines. Then he defeated Moab, forcing them down to the ground. He measured them off with a line. With two lines, he measured off those to be put to death, and with one line, those to be kept alive. So the Moabites became David's servants and brought tribute. David also defeated Hadadezer, the son of Rahab, king of Zobah, as he went to recover his territory at the river Euphrates. David took from him 1,000 chariots, 700 horsemen, and 20,000 foot soldiers. David hamstrung all the chariot horses, except that he spared enough of them for 100 chariots. When the Syrians of Damascus came to help, Hadadezer, king of Zobah, David killed 22,000 of the Syrians. Then David put garrisons in Syria of Damascus, and the Syrians became David's servants and brought tribute. So the Lord preserved David wherever he went. And David took the shields of gold that had belonged to the servants of Hadadezer and brought them to Jerusalem. Also from Betha and from Barotha, cities of Hadadezer, King David took a large amount of bronze. Then Toy, king of Hamath, heard that David had defeated all the armor army of Hadadezer. Toy, verse 10, Toy sent Joram, his son, to King David to greet him and bless him, because he had fought against Hadadezer and defeated him, for Hadadezer had been at war with Toy. 
And Joram brought with him articles of silver, of gold, and of bronze. King David also dedicated these to the Lord, with the silver and gold he had dedicated from all the nations which he had subdued, from Aram and Morah and Moab, and the sons of Ammon and the Philistines and Amalek, and from the spoil of Hedadezer, son of Rehob, king of Jebo, or Zo, sorry, Zobah. So David made a, made a name for himself when he returned from killing 18,000 Arameans in the Valley of Salt. He put garrisons in Edom, in all Edom he put garrisons, and all the Edomites became servants to David, and the Lord helped David wherever he went. So David reigned over all Israel, and David administered, administered justice and righteousness for all his people. Joab, the son of Zeruah, was over the army, and Jehoshaphat, the son of Ahilud, was recorder. Zedok, the son of Ahitub, and Ahimelech, the son of Abathur, were priests, and Sariah was secretary. Benaniah, the son of Jehoiada, was over Chelestilites and the Pelathites, and David's son were chief ministers. Amen. Amen. Boy, that last couple of verses Woo. was a mouthful. Uh, lots of stuff that, that st- stand out to me, um, especially uh, because I wrote a book called Positioning for Breakthrough, and this chapter was one of the kind of key chapters of the book. And uh, this line here says, So David reigned over all Israel, and David administered judgment and justice to all his people. Could you actually uh, look up Hebrews eleven thirty two, 32 yep. uh, through 34 in the New American Standard? You said New American Standard? Is that yeah. what you're in? And you're in Hebrews? Yeah. Can you go to NIV easily? Hebrews eleven thirty two. Yes, sir. I'll, I'll be I'll be there shortly. Yeah, good NIV. Deal. NIV, if you could, that'd I'm, be awesome. I'm almost there. Um, when you look at this and think about what David did, I want to couple that with Hebrews eleven thirty two through thirty four. Could you read that from the NIV? Yeah, it's a lot easier to read than that other stuff. And was. what more shall I say? I do not have time to tell about Gideon, Barak, Samson, and Jephthah about David and Samuel and the prophets who were through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice and gained what was promised, who shut the mouths of lion, quenching the fiery, uh, the fury of the flames and escaped the edge of the sword, whose weakness was turned to strength and who became, more, who became powerful in battle and routed foreign armies. That's verse 34. Okay, um, go back to where it says by faith. Yep. Who, by, who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, and gained what was promised. Okay. There's there's a progression there that I think is super important that we often uh, maybe miss the importance of this part. By faith, uh, mine says subdued. Yours said conquered yeah. kingdoms. So how do we receive, how do we get the victory in God? On anything, the Bible says the just shall live by faith. Yeah. Whatsoever is not of faith is sin. You know, uh, f- now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So we believe, and we believe God for lots of things. One of the things that I know that Carol and I, we had this kind of retirement plan in our heads, and we bought houses, rental houses and all that, and then the housing market crashed, and and it was a tough thing. But we were stepping out by faith to do some things to conquer this financial kingdom for our future. And what we realized is we had this vision, which was a good one, you know, being debt free and, you know, financially uh, having things in order and all those things like that. But at a certain point in the process, it, things changed so much. We needed to change how we were doing it, not what we were believing, 
the vision and the faith didn't change. It didn't go away. But the way we administered it or worked it um, needed to change. And so uh, we didn't move with it. And we ended up not gaining because it goes through a progression there. By faith, we subdue kingdoms or conquer kingdoms. Uh, We administer justice and then we gain what is promised. So there's this thing here. When you pray, believe that you receive. So when do you receive? But when you pray. But then we have a responsibility to do the right things, to say the right things, to put ourselves in the right position. Why? So that we can actually see the fulfillment or manifestation of what we're believing. Here David goes out to conquer all the land surrounding Jerusalem, north, south, east, and west, that had kind of been lost when the Israelites took the land, they didn't drive out all the people that lived there. And because of that, those people became strong and took back land. And so David went out and got all these victories. And these are a big deal. This is one chapter that yeah. probably tells a, a, a dozen years of war and David working hard to, to do this. But then there's some keys here. It says, David made himself, verse 13, a name when he returned from killing 18,000 Syrians in the Valley Salt. Now, this phrase is so important. He also put garrisons in Edom. Throughout all Edom, he put garrisons, and all the Edomites became David's servants, and the Lord preserved David wherever he went. So, by faith, he, he got this victory. But then he administered justice. How did he do it? And, and this word I know is not real popular, administration, but administration is the key very often to our ability to actually walk in the blessing of God on an ongoing or long-term basis. So what did he do? He put garrisons there. If he would have defeated the Edomites and then just left, yeah. three to five years later, the sons of all the people he killed— they're coming. They're going to come for you because they hate your guts. And we see that right now, don't get me wrong, all over the world when, you know, even take it right down to Chicago and gangs and one guy, you know, does a drive-by and then the people who got shot in the drive-by do a, you know, an ambush and it just goes back and forth yep. because the people were there and nobody's coming in to administer justice to break that cycle so the cycle continues. So David steps in and he administrates the victory correctly. Yeah. And then what did he do? He gained what was promised. And it was actually the promised land in the situation that he's in. And so you look at this and there's just so many times in Scripture where, where that is the important missing ingredient. You believe God, you get a great victory. And we've all seen that with believers, friends of ours, even in our own lives, where you always go back to fighting the same thing. Yeah. You believe God, you get delivered. It might be financial, it might be health, it might be relational. But because you don't do anything to change the way you're living or the choices you're making, you end up back there again. Instead, you need to administrate your life differently so that you can actually gain what was promised on an ongoing basis. 
You know, I think uh, the the value of that is so great that uh, people don't people don't understand, people don't see. Like we, you you say that, and you go, "Hey, there's garrisons," and he set up garrisons, and he you just read or you can run right past that. You know, if we're not careful though in our own lives, whether that's in our finances, hey, you set up a budget once, mm. but you've slipped right, and you're not paying yeah. attention to it anymore. Or hey, I was I was on that diet, and it was really helping me stay healthy, and then now I'm not on the diet. I'm not paying attention as much, and I think. As much as it's like, hey, let's set some guardrails. It might be another way to say it. Let's yeah, set some sure. boundaries out there. Let's set some some things in place, some accountability, if you will. Like what garrisons look like in the natural today in our lives could look like boundaries or guardrails or accountability or having spaces in our lives that we go, hey, this is a process that we have to manage. Like you can't just do it once and be like divine health is great, but you actually have to do something about exercise and eating and like your habits matter, right? And so change the habits for the long haul so that you can have victory for the long haul. And I think that's what we see here is that he set some things in place so that they could be victorious for the long haul and not have to fight the same war all over again. So let's use a practical example. And this one's a little bit difficult, but you know, a little bit hard to hear, but it's something that's going on in incredible levels right now. And in fact, they're saying that it's up 30%, uh, you know, during the pandemic or whatever the case may be. And there are actually websites, pornographic websites, that I read this in the newspaper the other day that are giving away free memberships during the pandemic under the guise of, oh, we've got a gift for you for free. So let's say you have been trapped in some pornography stuff and you come clean, you have some prayer, you get delivered, you make a great decision. What are some garrisons you could set up just ways you could administrate the victory yeah, that's good. that would help you hold on to the victory. Do you have, why don't you come up with one? Yeah, I mean, there. You, let's have a porn blocker. Let's put something on your come devices. On. You know, let's put some restrictions on your devices so that you're going to access it now, like so that you can't access it anymore. Put put a passcode on something. You know, like give the ability to somebody else to help you manage that. And honestly, bring it to light with somebody else is a huge part of it as well. Be accountable to somebody is another. Yeah, another you, did, you did too, right there. Yeah. And I think it, if you can't get those two garrisons set up in this situation. Yeah. Your the chances back. of yeah. your success go way, way, way yeah. down. Yeah. And so set up a porn blocker, um, hand your phone, open your computer to your wife or yeah. someone you know around you on a regular basis. Yeah. Don't get a burner phone. Don't you know? Don't don't cheat and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't know really what a burner phone is. I saw it on TV. That's cool. But um, you know, and that's supposedly a secret phone that you hide yourself on anyway that's great you know there there's even one out there that that will email your friend if you go on the wrong website it'll shoot an email to an accountability yeah. partner friend yeah. that's going to help you walk through this situation you know uh there's just a lot of things cancel the pennies catalog yeah I mean, you know, that. Uh, so I don't look at pornography. Yeah, but do you spend too much time looking at the, you know, the sales on underwear for women? I mean, it all starts with a little seed and grows from there. So those are some things you could set up that way. You know, one of the great examples of this in the Bible of someone who was really struggling at a point in his life, so much so that he went to God and said, God, kill me. Because I just, I can't take it anymore, and that's Moses. Yeah. And when you think about Moses, um, he was called by God in a burning bush. Yeah. That, uh, the, well, actually, it was 
fire in a bush that didn't burn. Right. And so the fly, flames are coming up, but the bush is still there. He heard God and spoke to God on a face-to-face basis. He was anointed to such a degree that he had to wear a veil because his face shone and he didn't want to freak out and scare the children of Israel when he came down from the mountain. So he wore a veil over his face to cover up the shining. Yet he wanted to quit. Why? Because he was up from dawn to dust trying to administer Israel. Yeah. And so what happened? His father-in-law, which is always great when your in-laws fix you, his, his father-in-law comes in and says, you're, what you're doing is not good. Not you're not anointed. Yep. Not you don't have a great relationship with God. Not that you're not called. Not that, you know, you go on and on with Moses. I mean, did he have power? Yeah, he carried a rod yeah. that parted the Red Sea, threw down, and it became a king cobra and ate all the other, you know, I mean, this guy had it all going but was failing because he wasn't administrating his time and the way that he uh, judged. And that just meant made decisions for Israel in the big things that they were dealing with. He wasn't doing that well. So what had to change? He had to change his administration. And that's why the book's called Positioning for Breakthrough. And it's putting yourself in the right position to receive the miraculous power of God working in your life. It's not all eating right that keeps you healthy. It's not all exercising right that keeps you healthy. There's the faith component, which is incredibly important, powerful, but yet there are other things that are practical that you need to take care of. And there's so many examples in Scripture. I mean, the more you think about this, the more you see this in Scripture. Um, I could share one other uh, verse that I think is super powerful. Why don't I'll look it up? You share something for a second. You know, I think uh, I think the idea that this it says, "And the Lord helped David wherever he went." This was <laughs> like like you're saying there is a faith component and there's an administration component. You have to have both and not just one or the other only. We do things by faith, but we hang on to them with the administration. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to you want to share that or? Well, okay. um, I, I I was going to go somewhere else, but no. what you said really sparks this thought. When you look at. Uh, Verse 15, it says he administered judgment and justice to all his people. I believe he's saying administered, you know, uh, when you look at administration, that's what we're talking about there. And then he set up Joab as a leader of the army. Jehoshaphat uh, was the recorder. Zodak was uh, one of the priests. Sariah was the scribe. Benaniah was the son of Jehoiada, was over the Cherethites and the Pelethites. You know, Ben and I was actually a priest, yeah. and he was in charge of David's bodyguards. Let's go. And I love that because we hire ministers at East Coast to do all sorts of regular jobs Yeah. because we'll know we'll need ministers in the long run. That's good. Let's take a break. We'll be back in just a minute. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone. 
So come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Barfield Contracting and Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Cocoa Village, but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321-454-4531. That's 321-454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in. Hi, I'm Scott Langston. I'm a broker associate who has specialized in commercial real estate for the past 27 years. I sell real estate for Remax Elite. I give free broker price opinions to anyone selling real estate. If you are looking to buy or lease real estate, I will represent you at no cost to you. My phone number is 321-403-1111. My website is scottlangston.com. Go out and make it a great day. Pineapple Garden, assisted living facility located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved ones are safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing offers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Brian. What were you going to say? So, you know, the uh, the idea of all of this that you said you've written a book, and there's more to this than we could get into in 25 minutes or so, uh, I would I would highly recommend the book. It, it's available out there on Amazon if you're getting this um, by podcast somewhere around the country and you want to get it that way. It's a great option. Or if you're here locally in Brevard County, call the church office, 452-1060, and tell them you want to get a copy of the book. I, I think it's 10 bucks if you come and pick it up here at the, at the church. Otherwise, it's available on Amazon. There's a Kindle version. There's payback versions, all of that. And if that's how you do um, digital reading or that sort of thing, do that. But don't miss it. It's a, I think it's a great, it's a great asset. It would be really helpful in your walk with Jesus. Yeah, there you go. I, I, I think it is. I, only reason I wrote it is I'd never read a book on that subject yep. that covered it. It's just a powerful subject. Let me read you another verse that I focused on in the book, and this is from Proverbs chapter 13, 
verse uh, 23 and 24. No, 23, excuse me. Much food is in the fallow ground of the poor, and for lack of justice, there is waste. Remember, it talked about David administered justice. A lot of times when we see justice, we just think, oh, the poor are not treated fairly. But there's two sides to that. Yes, they're not treated fairly much of the time, but it says there's much food in the fallow, which means untilled, unfertilized, unplowed, unused food of of the poor. So if they would tend that ground, there's food, potential food in that ground, but because they don't tend it, they don't walk in it. Yeah. And so I just want to encourage you, man. I believe God has provided for you everything that pertains to life and godliness. You need to be praying and asking God for wisdom on how you can change maybe some of the ways you're administrating what God is putting in your hands, because I believe he's got huge blessings for you. And uh, that's one of the ways that you can access them. Gain the promise. Let's do it. Let's do it. See you, Pastor Brian. Hey, we forgot to say hello to Nick. Bye, Nick. Bye, Bye, guys. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath Podcast.